Ask Zig, do you think the CCIE DC makes sense? Episode 37. Welcome back, my friends, nerds, geeks, and ziglets out there. We have another episode of the ZigBits Network Design Podcast, where zigabytes are faster than gigabytes. As always, our goal is to provide you with real-world context around technology. I'm ZigZiga, and I am your host. I'm a little under the weather today, and so you might hear that in my voice. It's kind of uh, going out in, in here and there. Um, I might cough and sneeze. I'll try my best to edit the recording or apologize as I do it. Um, but sometimes I do make mistakes as we all are human, uh, right? So, um, and I also want to apologize that this episode is a few days late uh, getting out there, publishing and recording and whatnot. Um, things have been a little crazy over here in the... Uh, Ziga land, and uh, so we've been a little busy. So I do apologize for everyone. So, but we're just going to kind of jump right in. So today we have an Ask Zig episode. So Rob from Tampa, Florida, ha- he reached out to me on LinkedIn. Um, so Rob, if if you're listening, I will also send this to you directly, so you have it. Um, he reached out and asked me a couple questions, and one of the questions um, he asked was. Do you think that pursuing the CCIE data center, that's the Cisco Certified Internet Work Expert Data Center certification, makes as much sense as it used to? So that is a great, great question, Rob. And as I told you, and I'll tell everyone else that, uh, you know, I do get this question a lot in many forms, maybe not specifically just the data center CCIE, right? Um, all CCIEs, um, are they relevant? Is there value? Um, why should I go after it? Does it make sense? Um, in every type of form on every type of uh, media, really. So I, I appreciate you letting me uh, uh, spotlight this question. So I just want to thank you for sending it in and letting me feature it here um, in an Ask Zig type of episode. Now, if anyone else out there, before we actually answer Rob's question, if anyone else would like their question featured just like Rob here, um, feel free to ask it on, you can send it in on like Twitter, any of the socials really, Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, just kind of send a question to me, my, my personal account, or you can also send it to the, the ZigBits account because uh, um, if you didn't realize by now that there's two accounts, there's my own account, um, Michael Ziga uh, or ZigZiga. Um, but then there also is a ZigBits account. So you can send messages to either of those. And traditionally, I do not advertise more than two weeks on my personal accounts. I try to limit advertisement on my personal accounts as much as possible and, and kind of leave the advertisements on the ZigBits specific social media accounts. But yeah, so if you want your ask uh, your questions featured in Ask Zig type of uh, um, episode, just send them to, on Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook. And of course, you can also email us at feedback at zigbits.tech. Those are all avenues, right? Now to, to answer Rob's question, right? So um, I think there, let, let's ask a couple questions before we get into Rob's question, because there's First off, is there still value in the CCIE data center? And, and that, I think, there definitely is value. Yes, there's lots of different aspects of that value. And I think it's it depends on where you are in your career and where you are with the certifications and in a number of aspects, right? So first off, let's, let's just assume here that you don't have any other CCIEs or any other expert certifications, and you're picking this one to go after first. I think that's valuable. Because that is, there's the the journey itself 
is going to be more valuable than anything else. Yes, at the end of that journey, you're going to get a certification that you can put on your resume that is marketable, right? But you get the skill sets. You, you get to learn about yourself during that journey. That journey is more important than anything else. Um, how you pick yourself up if you fail. Um, you, I, I can't explain how much you learn about yourself, um, and I can't explain how much technology you actually learn through that process. Because you have to think about, if you've never gone after an expert certification before, you're actually getting into that 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 realm where you have to know every detail about the technology to be able to implement it, to be able to troubleshoot it, uh, to design it even. You have to know the ins and outs of that technology. So th- those are just some good takeaways. The journey is a huge value. Um, also, the testing process, the experience itself, right? Because there's nothing else like it. There's no, you're, you're dedicating eight hours for a full-scale lab, right? And when you're studying for that, and as I've talked to a number of professionals before, you are you gotta you gotta practice like the real thing. So if you're gonna do a full-scale lab and you're gonna have different sections on that lab, if it's gonna have a troubleshooting section and a diag section and a, a configuration section, then you're practicing that every day or every other day is for like three months before you actually take the real deal. You have to pretend or practice just like the real exam, um, but. Besides the point, so there, there's no other test like that, in my opinion, in our field. It's very, here's eight hours, and go forth and do these things in eight hours. It, there's a mindset that you have to have for that, right? You can't go in it with a, the mindset of getting 100%. It's unrealistic. Um, and you might catch yourself on things that you might dwell on questions and tasks that, that take longer than needed, and then you might not have enough time to finish the exam. So we don't want to dwell on things, right, when you take the exam. Um also, stress management. You learn about stress management and time management, which are key things that, that you may never have had a chance to learn before. Up until that point, I don't know what the longest exam you've taken. Maybe it was a two-hour or three-hour, you know, final exam in college or high school or whatever. Um, and here it is. You know, you're taking a, you know, a, an eight-hour exam. So that testing process is highly valuable. Is what I'm trying to say. Um, the next thing I have is becoming an expert, right? So if you're going down that path and you're not if you can't identify, self-identify yourself as an expert today in that field, then of course, going after a CCIE kind of gets you into that that bucket, right? Gets you to that that place where maybe you can say, yeah, I, I'm an expert. Or maybe you realize, as some of us realize, that um, when you pass the CCIE, you realize that there's there's so much more you don't know. You didn't realize how much you didn't know. And then you pass the CCIE, and yes, you, you might be an expert that day in that technology, but you realize that there's so many things that you don't know, right? Now, I will say, in the case for myself, right? So if you have two or three CCIEs today, you know, it may not be as valuable for you to go after uh, the CCIE, another CCIE, right? It depends on your, your circumstances. It, just, it depends on what you're trying to do in life, right? Um, if you're looking to go to a new new career, new role in, you know, in your career path, um, getting a, a fourth, a third or fourth CCIE may not get you there, right? It, it, it depends. It, it just, it's not as... Um, easy to say yes, it will if it was the first one that you're going after, right? Um, th- so it's hard to, to to identify or to articulate that return on investment to monetize that return on investment, right? Um, and we'll get to my my story a little bit later. What I what I'm planning to do so that you can hear that. But so those are my first things, right? That that's I I still think there's value in the CCIs in general, all CCIs. I still think there is value in the CCI data center. Um, does that mean that you should go after it just because? No, I don't think so. I think it you really have to take a full holistic view of yourself and where you're going to be over the next five and ten years. And that's where I'm going to get into next. So. 
I think it really depends on your end goal or your end destination. So if anyone's been listening for a while, I've probably said this a couple times now, your end goal and your end destination in life is really how you're going to dictate what you're doing for your milestones or your, your, your baby steps. So your end goal and destination is your, your, maybe that's the five-year goal, or your 10-year goal, um, what, what have you. And then your milestones to get to that goal, it could be the CCIE data center written. It could be the CCIE data center um, lab exam exam and passing it. Those could be milestones. And then you have baby steps that kind of fill in the blanks there so that you have a week to week type of, you know, accomplishment, you know, you're doing something every week. And those are your baby steps. Um, so you have to have your end goal and your end destination in mind. So I would ask that first, Rob, that'd be one of my first questions to you is do you, what is your end goal? What is your end destination? And it is okay if you don't know it. Um, if you don't have an identification of what you want to be doing, um, for the next 10, 15 years, um, that's something that you have to identify. So if you don't know it, that's fine, but then you gotta sit down, um, and I can help, of course, if you need me, if you need someone to help, um, just kind of back and forth with questions, but that's a, that's another topic. So, um, but of course I can help, and really you just sit down and you really ask these questions. What do I thrive on? What is important? What do I love? What do I love to do? What gets me out of bed every morning? You know, what wakes me up? If I have to get up at four in the morning every day or five in the morning, or maybe it's six if you're lucky, right? Um, what gets me out of bed? You know, is it a sense of responsibility, which a lot of us have, or is it more of I love what I'm doing? You know, I'm, I'm drive to get out of bed because I, I just jump out of bed because it's what I want to be doing. And, and I'm just so excited and so happy and passionate about doing what I'm doing today that I get out of bed and that's I'm, I'm just jumping at it. And for me, that's what I do. I, I jump at it. I, I love what I do on a daily basis. Um, so you got to find what you love to do. And if you don't know what you love to do, then that's the first step. Um, so the reason why I say end goal and destination is because there are so many new initiatives, um, and maybe initiatives is the wrong term, but it's what I could come up with. Um, and to be a DC expert and DC experts, a broad term, I think, right. It's such a broad thing. Now you can be DC expert and have expertise in very small subsets of what's I would say considered to be data center, the data center space now. Um, and I have a, a quick brief list, right? So we have automation, right? We have programming, we have orchestration. And I kind of keep them kind of in the same bu bu uh, bucket, sorry, because, um, you know, those are things that have transformed the industry and, and almost like a industry disruptor over the last few years, automation, orchestration, and programming in general. Um, and then we have the cloud aspect because automation, programming, and orchestration are not the same thing as cloud. So we also have the cloud that's, that's kind of a mission. We have the, uh, sorry, the cloud that has um, not envisioned, um, that has kind of broken through as an offering and as a business enabler. Uh, cloud, on-prem cloud, which you're hosting yourself. You got public cloud, you got hybrid cloud, you got multi-cloud, you got micro clouds. I mean, you have every type of cloud there is now. And they all have different capabilities that are that are with them. And really, you know, if you're going to be a cloud expert within the DC bucket, then that might be something that, that um, you know, understanding all those different types of clouds. Um, then you also have the cloud providers, right? Then you have AWS or Amazon, you have Azure, you have Google, you have this person and that person. So you have all these different cloud providers that are offering cloud services. 
at a, at a monetized amount or you know a fairly decent amount depending on what you're trying to do and then you have obviously the ven- vendor hardware right vendor vendors like you know cisco and juniper and um whoever else you want to throw in that bucket right you have hardware vendors and then you have the certifications for those hardware vendors is what we're talking about so you have so many different things is what i'm trying to get at here in this D- dc bucket let's say to be to possibly become an expert. And I think you could be an expert in any one of these and still be a DC expert with a focus. I think you can be an expert in multiple of these, multiple, multiple, multiples of these. Wow. Um, sorry, everyone. Um, so you can be a DC expert at multiple of these um, or a subset, maybe two or three, right? Um, and I think it really, again, it comes back to what are you trying to do? What is your end goal? What is your end destination? The next step, the next question that I would ask you, Rob, is what type of career path are you on? What type of career are you working towards, right? Um, it's an important question. It's a really important question. Um, you know, are you happy with what you're doing today? Is this a three-year, you know, three-year position? If it's a five-year position, is it, you know, the next, what you're going to do for the next 20 years, right? Um, you know, I'll, give you some example for me um what i do on a database day-to-day uh, what i do on a day-to-day base um i could do for the next 30 years 40 years i love what i do as long as you know nothing changes um i love what i do it, and i think i'm pretty good at it and I, I you get you get some aspects of that coming back out right um you know i'm happy to wake up at you know four or five in the morning and just start working out working on the day um it's it just it's exciting so if, if in in i'm obviously very passionate about that hopefully you can hear that in my voice with my sickness here being a little sick today Oh, excuse me. Um, so, you know, hopefully you're going to hear that, that it's, you have to be passionate. You have to be excited about what you're doing. You can't be that, that normal stereotypical, is it Friday yet? You know, I'm, I'm looking for the weekend. Is it Friday yet? You know, oh, today's Friday. Yay, it's Friday, right? Everyone, there's a lot of people in this, this world, not just this industry, but in this world that have that, that stereotypical, is it Friday yet? And then when it is Friday, they're like, yay, it's Friday. They're happy about it. it's Friday. Well, I don't want to be just happy because it's Friday and because it's the weekend. I want to be happy every day. I want to be able to get up and be happy about what I'm doing every day. So this is where I'm trying to emphasize. It's really important, right? It, it's not just about the salary. It's not just about the monetizing or um, monetary aspect of a certification. What are you doing? What you love to do, and if you're not, that's a different discussion, right? And that's okay. Well, let's let's have that conversation. If you're doing what you love to do, that's great. And if you have a career path that's going to be five and ten years, then perfect. Um, some of the things I have in here, are you going to end up architecting and designing Cisco data center solutions, right? Because again, the CCIE is a Cisco certification, right? And it's Cisco hardware, Cisco solutions, and they're proprietary technologies in some cases. So you have to understand, are you going to be doing like Nexus Line Case and UCS and ACI? Are you going to be doing storage area networks or SANS? You know, is that what you're going to be doing? Um or are you going to be connecting data centers, on-prem data center environments that you have that you manage to cloud offerings? You know, you're going to be doing some AWS VPC connections. Um, you know, and in in that case, you still would need to understand technologies. Um, you know, some CCIE route switch technologies and some CCIE data center t- track type of technologies. But you probably don't need to know it at the level of a CCI exam, right? You need to know the concepts and the theory of the technology. Um, you know, and then the question, are you going to be spending 90% of your time in the cloud space? What are you going to be doing, right, in this in this career path of yours? What, what is your end goal? What are you going to be doing? And then from there, we can determine um, 
if this is the right fit for you. You know, if you're going to be spending um, all your time on the keyboard typing away at CLI commands, um, then, you know, it might make sense to go after the CCI data center for you, right? Because that's what you're going to be doing over the next 10 years. If that's what you want to be doing, you're going to be doing designs and architecture, you can do HLDs for those that don't know, high level design documents or um, HLDs, LLDs, low-level design documents, right? So um, if you're going to be doing those type of documents, then yeah, of course, going after a CCIA makes a lot of sense, right? Um, if you're going to be more in the web GUI of like a cloud provider, um, selecting dropdowns to configure something, maybe it doesn't make sense, right? You need to know the technologies, though. So don't don't think that you're, you know, forget you can forget about the CCI altogether, data center that is, and not learn the technologies. There's gonna be some things in that that track that you're gonna need to know, even if you're in the cloud space just doing cloud work in a GUI, um, you know, selecting drop downs and selecting checkboxes and, and walking away. You're gonna be able to know you're gonna need to know BGP, for example, if you're doing, you know, multi uh, uh, site AWS VPCs, where you're gonna have failover between you know the cloud providers and you're gonna fail over on site on prem. You know that's a, those are things you're gonna need to know, right? So just just so you know. So um and that that's it depends, right? That's really what it comes down to. It depends on your end destination, and those are some examples. Um, so today's data center expert. Now this is gonna be my opinion, right? So you can take it for what it's worth. Um, and it might change. It's it's going to change. Just just fair warning that it's going to change. This it could it could change in ten minutes after this gets published. Um, but I think a DC expert needs to have a good mixture of following, the following skill sets. A DC expert would include cloud, in my opinion. Cloud is becoming a requirement now. If you're a cloud architect and you're focused on cloud, that might be a little different. But I think a DC expert needs to know things about cloud, but may not actually be a cloud a cloud architect. So a CCA data center, right? I'm not saying that you need the certification. I'm saying that you need the skill sets, you need the theories, the concepts, and you need to be able to troubleshoot the technology, right? If you have to, if it becomes an issue, you need to be able to troubleshoot the technology. So those are key things. That does not mean you need to have the certification. The certification might help you. It might give you some credibility. So keep that in mind. Um, and you will have to make that decision as you get to that point. The next uh, kind of checkbox here is cloud experience, right? We talked a little bit about cloud. Um, this is definitely a must in today's industry. If you're a DC expert, you definitely need to know cloud. Um, you need to know how to connect to a cloud environment. Um, designing for cloud. You need to know um, how do you do redundancy between your on-prem cloud and cloud environments. I think I mentioned that earlier, so I jumped a little ahead, right? How are you going to handle that cloud redundancy? Um, how are you going to fail over between BGP and your IGPs and, and so on and so forth? Um, how are you going to troubleshoot cloud, right? You got to troubleshoot cloud. So how are you going to troubleshoot cloud? That's important. How are you going to determine proper bandwidth levels between on-prem and cloud? Those are important things too. Yeah, so those are important things too on on uh, determine proper bandwidth levels between on-prem and cloud because you're you're going to be sending workloads to the cloud if you're using, utilizing cloud, right? And um, sending workloads back to on-prem depending on you know your your company's business intent and capabilities that they need. Um, and then you know what type of connection model do you use for the cloud? These are all things that are important, right? If you're going to use VPN connections over the internet, if you're going to get a direct connect from a provider into the cloud space, and these also might have bandwidth concerns and quality too, QoS or quality experience, quality of service concerns. So just keep those things in mind. That's the cloud experience bucket. Then we get into automation and orchestration and programming. I kind of left these all together, right? Because again, these are industry disruptors um, that really have just changed the industry. Um, they 
have a huge positive effect on the bottom line for businesses. And that's actually one of the rev- revolutionizing things that they have today, right? Um, understanding the difference between automation, orchestration, where to use them, right? So just understanding what automation is and what orchestration is and where to use them. Um, and then programming concepts and experience is a must. That doesn't mean run out today and go get your network, you know, your your degree in programming or computer science or whatever. That is not, that's not what that means, right? That doesn't mean you know, network engineers, network ar- architects need to go do that today. What I'm saying is that you need to have an understanding of programming concepts, frameworks, and terminology. Um, you need, if someone's talking about an if statement or a while loop or a method or a, a function, you need to be able to understand what that is. You need to have some perspective. So some basic programming courses would be highly valuable. Uh, highly valuable. <laughs> I'm not able to pronounce words today, so I apologize. So hopefully that makes sense. So in summary, right, personally, just so, you know, Rob, I just want to give you some examples that, you know, I still have plans, right, though they might dwindle over the next, com- over the next coming years, but, if, um, you know, with changes in um, life and and where we are, but um, I still have plans of going after the CCIE and data center and in security. Um, you know, for me, there isn't a huge direct return on investment, um, but I do see these certifications as relevant in today's industry. And I have to continuously renew my certifications, right? So, you know, I could take the easy route and just do the continuing edu- education credits and everything, um, but I, I want to I want to make sure I'm, I'm keeping myself up to speed on, on things that are transitioning in the industry. So that's why I want to do more than one thing. Um, Rob, for you, uh, I think this this will depend on what you're looking to do, right? If it, if you know what you're going to do in the next five and ten years, um, then then great. And and I think if you're going to be in the same role, right, that you're in today, you can make that decision based on that role. If you're going to be in a different role, um, you know, I think it it really is going to be depending on what you're going to be doing the next five and ten years. I also think it matters uh, more on. Do you thrive on DC technology, right? What what do you thrive on? Is it DC technology? Is it cloud technology? Is it security? I know in your question and the comments that we've had back and forth, you mentioned going after the CCI and security versus the CCI and data center, right? So, um, you know, I think it it's not a matter of one or the other um, based on the industry. I think it's a matter of what do you want to be doing long-term? Um, what gets you out of bed in the morning? All right, so hopefully that, that answered your question. So um, just as, as I mentioned at the beginning, um, ask Zig plug, right? So if anyone um, would like your questions featured, just like Rob here, feel free to send it in uh, on all the socials, Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, send it to me directly, or you can send it to the ZigBits account. You can also email it in by uh, emailing to feedback at zigbits.tech. One last thing here before we wrap out um, the, this quick episode today. Last month, we launched our one-on-one coaching program to help you break through those barriers towards you know towards your goals in life, right? These are things that you, you could be struggling with to meet your goals um, and dreams, um, things that, that uh, maybe you don't even know what you're trying to do. Maybe you don't have the clarity um, of knowing what your goals are. Maybe you do know what your goals are and you're just struggling to meet your goals, right? And your goals can be anything. It could be, um, obviously, we talk about certifications a lot here and career. They could be certification goals, career goals. They could be fitness goals. They could be health goals. I mean, it could be a whole bunch of things. It could be business goals. What I'm trying to explain here is that, you know, all these things, if you're struggling with them or you need the clarity of, you know, knowing what your goals are, I can help in both these instances. Um, You know, you could be suffering from lack of motivation, procrastination, negativity, self-doubt or just not knowing what action to take um, and, and 
like I said, I can help with all of this, right? So, you know, I've been down these roads. I have the experience. You know, for me, some of these journeys took a lot longer because I didn't have the experience beforehand and I had to fail before I could be successful. My experience can can help you achieve your goals quicker, faster, um, and make you more successful, right? So, um, and as I, I said in the past, and this isn't this isn't just you know words that I'm saying, my friends. You know, I've achieved every goal I've set out to achieve in life. I that doesn't mean it's been easy. Like I've said in the past, it hasn't been easy. It's not easy. Um, there's lots of failure in that. Um, lots of falling down, having to pick yourself back up. But I want to make it clear that. I have achieved every goal that I've set out to achieve. And I have some goals that I'm working on now and I will achieve them. I just know I will. Um, it's just, it, they, some of the goals might be a long-term goals, five-year goals. Some goals might be short-term goals, one-year goals, but I will achieve every goal. This is the truth, right? This, is, this isn't me trying to market this a different way. I speak in truths always. Um, and I know that I can help you achieve your goals and your dream in life. So if this is something that, that resonates with you, if it's interesting to you, Head on over to uh, zigbits.tech slash work with me to sign up for your first one-on-one session with me today. Hey friends, nerds, geeks, and ziglets, that's going to close out this episode of the Zigbits Network Design Podcast, where we answer the question, do you think the CCIE data center makes sense? Thanks for listening. Be sure to visit zigbits.tech to join the conversation and access the show notes. Today's show notes will be at zigbits.tech slash 37. If you liked today's episode, if it inspired you, resonated something within you, or provided a level of real-world context, let us know. You can find us on all of the socials, that's Twitter, LinkedIn, and Facebook by searching for ZigBits. You can also send us an email to feedback at zigbits.tech. Hopefully I wasn't too sick in that call, or that, that, that episode, yeah, that call. Um, hopefully you didn't hear too much. Hopefully I didn't cough too much or sneeze too much. I hope everyone has a great day. Don't forget to join us in two weeks for another episode where we will continue to provide you with real-world context around technology. Bye for now.